Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons. That's me. Uh, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about material they've had to drop because of whatever reason. That's a very simplified uh, version this week. Joel, Joel's here. Producer Joel, he's always here. Hello. Uh, 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 you, you sort of talked over me then, Joel. That was the gap you could have... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry. Did... Unbelievable. Come on and talk. Hi. How's it going, Joel? You you right? I'm very well, thank you. It's been How a good you? week. Been a good week in the in this podcast world. It has, yeah. Nick Helm podcast went down very well. A storm. It did go down a storm. <laughs> he really did. Um it's a good episode. Lovely episode. Um do you want to hear some feedback, Joel? Yes. Do you? I'm just looking through the old Twitter at mm-hmm. Jokes with Mark, if anyone wants to get involved. Uh I like j- jokes with Mark. That's me. But that's my my Twitter handle, so I don't know whether he's talking about the podcast or me. Mm. I like Nick Helm. Yeah. I like podcasts. Imagine my delight to find <laughs> a podcast that involved both and a can of lilt in the fridge to enjoy alongside. I, I, yeah, I hadn't. That, he's just talking about what he's drank. He, he had a can of lilt. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. I hadn't read all of that. I saw that I could li- tell. likes Mark and then I just didn't read anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I like jokes with Mark. I like Nick Helm. I love podcasts. I hate producer Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed an opportunity there. Yeah. Shall we do that now? No, 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 no. Um, Every day is a winding road unless you're a Roman. Superb Nick Helm joke, someone said. <laughs> that is a good joke. Yeah, do you not remember that? Yeah, I do remember yeah, it. I also yeah. remember you not getting it. I did, did, no, that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did I say, didn't know that Roman roads are straight. Well, I did sort of know, but... You sort of went, are they straight then? Yeah. <laughs> So they couldn't be ambushed. I'm glad you're enjoying. Is that what is that? Is that the historical reason? Yeah, one of them. Really? And it's also quick. That's probably the main reason. Yeah, Isn't but it? an ambush will slow you down. <laughs> That's true. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget how witty you are. <laughs> I'm never prepared. I'm always. I've only. I've just listened. I just listened to today's episode. Have we done the feedback? I think that's enough. Yeah, let's talk about today's episode. Today's episode is with Lauren Patterson, and I just listened to it on the way here, and God, she's got such a relaxing voice. Yeah. yeah really yeah. nice voice to listen to. I was like falling asleep. Like, yeah. Uh, that's not a compliment, no, is it's it? it's not. <laughs> but I was. It's so relaxing. So get ready to listen to <laughs> half an just hour Just don't listen to this when driving. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. It's a great, ep- really good episode. You're going to love it. Um, there's something I was going to talk to you all about. Um, oh, yeah. So, 
We recorded this one quite a long time after we recorded the Lloyd Griffith one. Mm-hmm. And I bring up the same joke uh, that I couldn't get to work. And yeah. it came up in this one because it used to be my opening joke. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that. But I also, I think we should leave it in because um, I talk about other ways that I've tried it that I yeah. didn't talk about with Lloyd. And also something we're going to do a little at the end in the, in the outro uh, I'm going to talk about how I've actually just got it to work in the last couple wow. of weeks. Stick around for that. Is that exciting? Yeah. Are you excited about it, Charles? I'm going to talk I to you about wait. it. So I want to have your opinion on it. Um, yeah, so let's get cracking with this week's episode. Hope you enjoy it. This is uh, Lauren Patterson. So you write stuff. When yeah. You, when you try it, what, what do you do? Do you just go to new material nights? Is there like a night you always do? Or? Yeah, so I used to... I haven't done any well at the minute I've written a few little bits and I try and slip them into me set like one joke at a time and then if Mm. it doesn't work I'm like right well I know I've got a good bit coming but when I was properly writing new stuff like for Edinburgh I'd go to like Cavendish Arms in Stockwell someone I spoke to the other day said Cavendish Arms is the best one yeah I'd go down there because it's a it's a bringer but if you're not an open mic act they're not gonna ask you they no, never no. made me bring someone but yeah. because everybody else is bringing someone there's what 20 30 people in the oh, crowd so what is that like a five to ten minutes yeah sort of and thing. you get a nice tight five and i thought well especially if i'm doing new stuff i just want this is what i'm thinking minutes. now i moved yeah. to london i don't mind just popping out just exactly, for five minutes yeah. and then like top secret has a night that's all just, i think it's the monday yeah and that's all like new stuff Angel, I would ask because yeah. I do their sort of pro nights. But if I had new stuff, I'd be like, "Can you put me on your other night?" Like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't care about getting paid. I just need to throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel when you go to do those? Because I, what, so I, well, I I have a rule that I don't, I won't do anything that I've done before. Yeah. And I like that. I don't like it, but it's that nervous feeling, yeah. like you're starting new again. It feels like your first gig all yeah. over. And I kind of get. I like that. I like yeah. to feel like that. So. so you got that adrenaline so that when you're trying the new stuff. Yeah, I did um, Richard Gadd's writing workshop oh, okay. a couple of years ago. And I didn't know what to expect, but he, it was sort of the year after he'd won the award for like Monkey See, Monkey oh, Do. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'd be, I was about to do my debut. I was like, I'd be stupid not to go mm. to this. And one of the things he made you do was just write like a story, something that had happened to you. And I think I was one of the only comedians there. So the rest were all like you know, drama students and just comedy yeah. fans. And I was like... There's a, I'm the only one in this room who has the pressure that this has to be funny. Yeah. And I remember like you had to put your hand up if you wanted to go up on stage and read your story. And I was like, normally I would have just shrunk into the background and been like, I don't want to read my story. Yeah. But I was like, well, no, I'm a comedian. This is new material technically. So I was like putting my hand up fighting to get up on the stage. And I had all these like nerves and adrenaline. I was like, I've never said these words before. Like yeah. uh, I haven't, we only had say like 10 minutes to write it. And I was like, you can't write new material in 10 minutes. And like, I remember when it got its first laugh and I was like, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing better. It's nothing yeah, better than that. It felt brilliant. I, I ended up writing that into like turning it into a bit for my show. Great. And I remember Gad coming up to us um, the, the night before the sort of ceremony. And he was like, if you win that award, I am taking full credit. And I was like, take it, <laughs> take the credit. <laughs> So if you got so if you got any bits like the you when you wrote it you thought this is great and then yeah. it just hasn't worked. I thought I wrote a brilliant. I don't really write like jokes like quick snappy yeah. jokes and I wrote a joke about golf, which was a quick snappy which one, which was a little. And I was okay. so proud of myself. I was like, um, 
I think it was something like, I refer to all my sexual encounters as birdies because they're always a stroke under paw. <laughs> and I thought I was hilarious. And I remember going on stage at the calf to try it and just like tumbleweed really? silence. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not out for writing jokes. And when you've got so much faith in it, I was like, no, nah, I think this is funny. Mm. And I tried it like three, four more times at yeah. different nights and everyone was just like, no, that is, yeah. that Sometimes is dreadful. It, do you think it's because you... It, because it doesn't match what the other stuff I that you do. I think so, yeah. It didn't sort of gel with my stuff. And like, I think yeah, I've done it like, on... Yeah, why is she talking about... Exactly. Like, yeah. why she, we know she doesn't like golf. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she was talking about fannies a minute ago. Like, what is she on about? But I think Twitter is the worst, but the worst and the best. Because sometimes I'll write something funny on there and yeah. it'll go, like, not viral, but, you know, it picks up a bit yeah, of yeah. attention. And I'm like, well, clearly it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what had happened with that. I'd done it on Facebook or Twitter and I was like, see, I can write jokes. Exactly. And then you do it on stage and I'm like, oh, this doesn't work. It works written down. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't work No, welcome to my, my world. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you, you can't tell. And I've got a new part thing in the podcast where sometimes I'll write down how many retweets the jokes that, yep. I, that don't work get in. It's just sometimes it's, it doesn't <laughs> correlate at all. I had a similar one that, again, did well on Twitter and I tried doing it on stage time and time again. It didn't work and I like abandoned it i was like whatever tried it on stage for the first time again the other night and it worked and i was a like what oh, so it was a joke so, about so did um, you change it didn't change the wording but for some reason no something just pops back into your head and yeah. i was having a good gig and i was like i'm gonna try this joke and it was um how something about when i first started going up my boyfriend i thought he was a tory which he's not but i yeah. thought he was a tory and i was like but i fucked him anyway because if there's one thing i've learned it's that tories love fucking the poor <laughs> like something like that <laughs> why wouldn't that work the first and time it just didn't work the first time and i'm not sure if people just thought it was too wow. like gratuitous or maybe like the political climate's changed a bit where we can like i don't know if maybe when i first started doing it like a year or so ago everybody was too Hit up with politics and maybe yeah. now we've all got our hands up and been like actually yeah but yeah. then but then how many times would you have tried that because maybe you were just in a room for the tories maybe that is because um, that can that can make a big <laughs> yeah. difference you know i tried it good my rules that's normally, a really good word that's great word i in. thought it was good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i think i tried it between three and six times that's normally yeah i won't yeah. try it more than six and just i was in bristol the other night and it i was talking about my boyfriend and no one saw it pops back into your head yeah, and i was yeah. like go on give it another go and they look i got a round of applause yeah. i was like i never get rounds of i got a tumbleweed <laughs> it shows though doesn't it it shows that you just got to keep with something keep don't ever throw it. totally throw an exactly. idea away exactly oh that's great i've had another bit that has made the cutting room floor for both my Edinburgh shows, I've been determined you, to fit it in. Yeah. And it was a bit about, I've still got faith in it somewhere. I think one day I'll be in Bristol and it'll click. It was about comparing, um, finding the right partner to finding the right bra. Okay. And it was a real like sort of convoluted like bit, but I thought it was quite me. And it was about, you know, sometimes they'll hold you too tight and sometimes they yeah. won't hold you tight enough. And like... Sometimes they look really fancy, but they fall apart dead quick. And I thought it was brilliant. And it was the kind of bit that in previews, they loved it. And then when it got closer to Edinburgh, they just stopped laughing at it. And I was like, you you had faith in this. You had faith in this in April. And both times I've got to June and had to cut it, which is crazy. Do you reckon this, I mean, this might be nonsense, but do you reckon that like when you first tried it, the rest of your show might not be that strong? Yeah. And that's an okay idea. So then they give you more. Yeah, give you more for but that. But then as the other stuff gets higher quality, yeah, maybe that just seems. That's why I ended up cutting it out of the first show. I was like, oh, it doesn't really 
it doesn't need it like I can do without it but I'll find a way to bring it into the next one and then for the next one I thought maybe lads aren't clicking with it because they're like I don't know so I wrote a follow-up bit about like don't worry lads I think finding the right partner is um exactly like finding the right pair of boxers as well and I had like a few little lines like um as long as they don't hold your balls too tight and like (laughs) just a few quick little snappy lines and again they liked it and then it got closer and closer to Edinburgh and people just weren't maybe it is that thing because I noticed that when like I I used so when I was doing sort of competition sets of five and ten minutes my opener then now doesn't work yeah because I think just the rest of the quality of my stuff is better. <laughs> yeah. But that used to be my banker. That used to be my opener uh-huh. that used to get a big laugh. I just don't understand how it, it, it got a laugh before. And, yeah. it, and it's just nothing now. That's exactly what, what it was What joke like. was that? I don't even know if I can remember the word. It was something along the lines of um, my my dad... What? Hang on. <laughs> my dad said... Um, that he oh yeah because of the high burglary rate in his uh-huh. area he now keeps his baseball bat just under his bed yeah whereas I think he should be more worried about his laptop <laughs> I right? like that yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it uh-huh. I, I, but but it just doesn't work now just not yeah maybe because maybe it does work a little bit and I'm just not happy with it because it doesn't get the laugh the it, it used did, to yeah. I changed it as well I tried to change it a few times I did I think I changed it to my, my girlfriend and then having I was trying to think what would you as a girl mm-hmm. if you were on in a flat on your own what would you have as a like just in case someone came in just a backup because I, I put I said something about pepper spray but is that yeah, even a thing yeah like pepper spray under or... a because I just wanted to make it relatable because I, I did wonder with a baseball bat that's an American yeah thing like but I would automatically assume baseball bat means but to, <coughs> oh me bless you I could you. feel that coming oh lovely <laughs> the mention of pepper spray <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> But like, I don't know whether people just don't relate to baseball bat. But yeah. I changed it to cricket bat. Didn't change. Still not with it. But is it what? Yeah, what would you? A knife? That's too knife, much. Knife? Yeah. That's too much, isn't it? You can't sleep with a knife under your pillow yeah. just in case you stab yourself. <laughs> I don't know. But I changed it to girlfriend and then the pepper spray, and it still didn't. It still didn't really work. Yeah. I don't know what the. It's weird how audiences just lose faith in you and it's I know, like, come on but they're not even the same audience they exactly th- yeah they, they, oh yeah who knows but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it down to everything else is better so that's yeah. why it doesn't work quality's gone up um have you got other stuff have you got that you've tried are you do you have low like do you get through a lot of ideas and throw them in a the bin or will you sort of persist with ideas until they work i sort of persist a few times but then i kind of give up if it's not worked after a few, I'm like, oh, I've got I've got too much else to do. Like, I can't yeah. put all my time on this. So I tend to throw it away, but I will sometimes. So like the one about the finding the right person, finding the right bra, I was like, I'll put that on the back burner and I will come back to it at some point. Yeah. And then the following Edinburgh, I was like, right, I'll come back to it. And I know for a fact that the next time I do in Edinburgh, I'll be like, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again with this bit. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I just sort of put things... Because I never write anything down. I'm oh, so okay. bad at writing things down. So it's just when it pops to your head. Yeah. A bit like that Tory joke. Uh, yeah. It just came into my head because I was talking about him. So I think I need to start actually writing stuff down so that I can come back to it. Because I found that I've got... I, I, I'm a better writer now. So I go back and there's ideas yeah. that are like, well, yeah, it's a good idea. Exactly. But I just didn't have the, the skill to execute it that tends before. to be how I write. I'll start with a bit... And then I'll add to it and add to it and add to it and add to it. So mm. I've got jokes that were in my sort of debut show two years ago, 
but they're entirely different bits now yeah. because, like, say, I'm a I, better writer. So, my my rules are that is a new joke. Yeah, if, you, if you've exactly. if you've added enough to or changed it enough to make it better, definitely, then that's a brand new joke. And like even from sort of the start of, I remember doing sort of a bit about working in boots. And my agent came quite near the start of the month and quite near the end of the month. And she was like, that's an entirely different bit of material. Yeah. And I was like, is it? But I think when you're doing the same bit mm-hmm. every day, you just think of ways to make it yeah. better. But even now that jokes come on even more. Like I remember I, can't, I was like just doing a gig one night and I thought of the perfect punchline for it. Mm. And everybody belly laughed. And I was like, I did that joke every day for a month. And at no point did I think that this had such a good punchline. That's really so I still do well. it now because I'm like, well, it's different now. And I know anybody who saw it two years ago, I'm like, it's different. And it's also, so you know what? Sometimes I, I worry about that. But then I think if they've seen you once two years ago. Exactly. They don't remember. Yeah. Like, unless it's online or something. You know, exactly. Especially if it's different. Do you ever come up with ideas where you're like, you haven't got the balls to try it because you think, actually, no, it's terrible. I once had this whole idea and I don't tend to tackle like sort of news stories and stuff because I don't think I'm smart enough like to I can sort of sit and like watch things like probably why I don't talk about politics much I'm like I can kind of understand it in my own stupid terms but that gives you a good angle but yeah I did a really good Brexit joke the other day comparing it to being like Primark on a Saturday I was like it's an absolute mess everybody's shouting I think my grandma's partly responsible and someone has to clean it up (laughs) and it did did well so I'm terrible at analogies yeah I'm really bad at it I think it's because how my brain works because I find it really hard to understand things so that's why I'm always like I'll stay away from politics I'll stay away from this but if I can boil it down to something on my level I'm like oh I get it but I had a bit it was when I first moved to London and I wasn't brave enough to try it, I think more than twice. And it was when Brock Turner was in the news, oh, yeah. who was the guy oh, who yeah. raped a girl at, after a party. But all the news stories were calling them a swimmer, a swimmer, a swimmer, a swimmer. And I was like, why is it just if you're white that your skills get? So I had this whole bit about like, um, maybe the ISIS lads are really good at flower arranging. Maybe they've got a great five-a-side team. And I noticed every time I did it, the white people in the crowd, they would look so tense, so tense. And I remember there was a big group of like sort of all black people and they were pissing themselves laughing. I was like, I know I've got to, because if they're laughing and the white people look awkward, I'm yeah, doing yeah, something yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. do, But I was quite young at the time. I'm was that like three years ago? That's so a really good idea. But the trouble been... you got now is that that story is old, exactly, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And I was so, and I had such a feeling I was onto something. But, but the thing is, you know that bit now. So, like, if something comes up in the news, anything exactly, where it's a similar yeah. thing, you yeah. can you can adapt that, can't you? I thought I was so smart. <laughs> That's a great uh, bit. And just oh, white people got very tense. <laughs> it's the trouble, and it's it's knowing that because obviously the, the the job is to make people laugh. Exactly. But it's like when I preempt bits that I know make people tense now by telling them that it's it's okay and then they sort of ease up but i've got any jokes about death anything that's got a death set up is death they they get tense and and don't laugh i remember writing some jokes about my nephew being mixed race um and i wasn't sure how people would take that coming from a white person and i was Mm. like i know i have to be careful and i got booked to do do you know jimmy james jones 
Jimmy James Jones. Yeah, or the or the Jays. That's a great name. He ran Tri- Triple a gig. J. I think he still runs it. It's in Milton Keynes, and he told us it was an urban gig, and I was okay. like twenty twenty one at the time, so I didn't know what that meant. I just mm. thought he meant it was a cool gig, and so I turned <laughs> up, and obviously now I know that urban means it's a predominantly black crowd. Yeah, and I had all these new jokes about my nephew, and I thought try them tonight try them tonight because if there's a room of people who are going to tell you yeah yeah you cannot tell those jokes it will be tonight and they loved it oh, and great. i was like ah oh. and i was so pleased i had the balls to be like now nah, i'm gonna try it because yeah. if i'm wrong these this is the opinion that matters yeah, like yeah, definitely yeah. these are the people who count um and they all went for it and i remember talking to like a couple of people after and they were like oh we love those jokes about your nephew and i was like am i okay to do that am I okay to tell them and they were like yeah because you're not being a prick and I was like oh good and also it's family good. so it's close to you exactly, as well isn't it yeah so. I had again I don't do this bit anymore because sometimes people would get tense about it but it was all about how um when my sister was pregnant with him people would ask what color he was gonna be oh. and I was like he's not an iPhone like no and I, <laughs> I wrote this whole bit like comparing him to be in like an iPhone. Another analogy. Yeah, I, I love a good analogy. Yeah, really. it's great. And I was like, no. And then because he's like, his ear didn't form properly, so he has to wear a hearing aid. And when she was pregnant with my sister, I was like, oh, we just hope the audio features are fixed on this one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and again, I dropped it because some people get quite awkward about things like that, and I think I'm quite not the mm. bravest with me materials. So if I, it is tough because that, that, that's, that's, I think that must be real because I don't ever really do jokes about anything of any yeah, importance. Uh, like mine's just silly wordplay most yeah. of the time. But like it must be annoying when you know a joke is good yeah, and you have to drop it for a reason that oh, isn't because definitely. it's a bad joke. Exactly. Just, just because of the topic. That's, it must be so frustrating. Yeah. I would have thought in Edinburgh though you probably could, is it there's more scope to bring those sort of bits yeah, up? Yeah, I think I think when you've got more time with an audience, then it's a bit easier because yeah. so I've, I've got a whole bit about my nephew being like having a hearing aid and being a bit deaf, and I remember it did used to split a room, so I considered not doing it, but then I wrote a whole follow up bit which kind of brought the tension, but okay. I wouldn't have been able to do it. If I was just doing a 10 minute set, I don't have yeah, time yeah. to do that. But because I had like an hour in Edinburgh, I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, mm. I feel like if you've got more time with people, you can sort of do more thing. If you've got a joke that possibly causes a bit of tension, but then also like, I can't be bothered. Like, yeah. I just want to make people laugh. And as soon as I see people look uncomfortable, I'm like, I'm same, oh, never yeah. mind, never mind. Okay, that's fine. I, but I, I can't. So I, I didn't think I'd ever be able to do stand up because I, I don't like talking in front of people. Yeah. But I discovered having tried stand up that when I get a laugh, I feel confident. Like yeah. that that's what I need. Uh-huh. I guess that's why I do short jokes because I get to laugh quicker. Yeah. But I couldn't just talk like if I knew a bit wasn't gonna get a good response. Oh, exactly. I just, I just couldn't I wouldn't I feel comfortable. That's why I enough. drop it so quick if it yeah if it doesn't get the laughs because like say I need the I need to know I'm doing well. Yeah. So if I if I'm not getting anything, then I'm like, Oh my I need a laugh. I need a laugh yeah, yeah. now. And I just what the job is. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is tricky. Do you want to hear one of my bad ones? Yeah. Um, what have we got? I always have, this is a common thing, is I always have trouble reading my writing. Um, so, okay, so what I said earlier about jokes that you, you just didn't even try because you thought they were bad, this is terrible. Yeah. But, but because of this podcast, I write everything down now, <laughs> even when I have a terrible idea. Uh, so don't feel weird if it's not funny. Um I, sometimes I part. I so, nope. That's given the joke away. <laughs> so, sometimes I throw a watch around my back to people, like in basketball. 
That's how I like to pass the time. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Really bad. But it got four retweets, right? Which isn't huge, but 10 likes. That's good. Yeah. Double figures. But it's stupid. It's rubbish. <laughs> it's a really bad joke. But I, sometimes I find on Twitter, they don't, people don't judge you as much. Yeah, definitely. I'll do another one. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I've got, do you like um, bees? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are, actually, these are bee jokes in two, both meanings. They're definitely not A jokes. <laughs> um, so they say you shouldn't take your work home with you. Try to learn that to bees. <laughs> not very good. Um, and also, the fact that I told you they're bee jokes, gave the punchline away for that. So that's another top tip. That... Spoiler. But this next one, technically, I think is okay. But audiences, again, it's more of a groaner. Yeah. So there's a fine line sometimes. But I don't I don't like groaners in my set. Some one-liner guys like yeah, do like groaners in. But no, yeah. I... I, I, I if it gets a groan, then it it, it dies. Um, do bees come back home after a hard day's work and shout, honey, I'm home? <laughs> That's a good joke. It's a silly one. But yeah, that, that didn't that didn't work very well either. Uh, so you got any more that you do? I remember one, you of the, one of the few times I did write a, a, a joke, air quotes, was um, I think it was last year or the year before, and it was, you know, this stupid... When they have steak and blowjob day, the month after Valentine's mm, Day, mm. and I did some tweets about it, and I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like, "Oh, it's steak and blowjob day, and my chances of both are medium to rare, or something like that." <laughs> That's a good and joke. And I didn't do well dead well on the internet, but bloody the Metro like screenshotted it and used it oh, really? in an article. So the first thing I knew about it was when someone was like, "Well done, your joke's in the paper," and I was like, "What joke? What paper?" And I was like. Oh my god! Like of all the funny things that I try and tweet to go viral, and that is the one. That's good. <laughs> I like it. That's a great I joke. It's a proper it. joke. I, I ring my mum and be like, "Uh, don't get the metro because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you will not approve." That's no. I think that. Yeah, but I mean, again, like that's something. That's what Twitter's good for. That you you have a funny idea and yeah. you can stick it out because that that probably wouldn't work in your style of definitely yeah of comedy. I'd never see it. I had on a joke. Stage. I had a joke getting a local paper once. It was when it was years ago. It was when um, there was an earthquake. Uh-huh. I can't remember how long ago. Probably seven years or something. And I tweeted something like, "Oh no, I can't even remember what it was." It was something like. Oh yeah, I had a good morning this morning because I was making love to my girlfriend and she said she felt the earth move. <laughs> so that, that that made it so that got that got quite a few retweets at the time. I wonder if that's still in my Twitter. Shall I have a look? Yeah. Can't remember. But yeah, so that was um and when I wrote that joke, I changed it from I was going to say had sex with and I changed it to make love just because it's nicer. Yeah. I remember having a joke and I was quite young I can't remember exactly what it was but it was something it involved like a chocolate bar and I remember I used to I went through so many variations of chocolate bars until I said the word Twix and then it got a laugh Twix Twix for some reason Twix got a laugh and like it was the exact same joke The, the chocolate bar didn't matter it was just to like I can't even remember what it was I think it was um I was on about uh, one of my friends having a baby or something and being really pleased for her because up to that point she'd had to bribe someone with a chocolate bar just to look at her fanny. Uh, and that was the joke. So it didn't matter what the chocolate bar was, but I was yeah. like, bribe her with a Mars bar to look at her fanny. Bribe her with a bounty to look at her. And, it, and then I went, browse her with a Twix. And people started laughing. I was like, why? 
the joke's the same. Yeah. But just because I said Twix. Yeah. And then someone, another comic said it was after. He was like, oh, Twix is the funniest. Yeah. Like chocolate bar. And I was like, comedy is a whole new world. (laughs) Because I've got a joke. I won't do the joke now because I use it in my set. But um, I I use the word bread, Uh a loaf of bread. Yeah. And I changed it to Kit Kat. Gets a bigger laugh. Yeah. Which is weird. And then years ago, okay, so so I, I, I wasn't so one-linery when I first started, uh-huh. and I had a bit. It's quite a long bit um, where I say about. Um, so I come from Folkestone in Kent, yeah. which is where the Channel Tunnel starts. And uh, God, I can't remember this. And uh, oh yeah, so and I remember when it was first built. Uh, no, it was a bit about playing pranks on people. I like the idea of playing massive pranks. Yeah. And uh, so when I remember when it first got built and the English had been digging years and years one way, the French had been digging years and years the other way. And this moment they met in the middle and the uh, the French broke through the last bit of earth. They were greeted by the English, their celebrations. It was over the news, like a real yeah. momentous occasion. I was thinking, wouldn't it have been brilliant if the English had to play a prank on the French to make them think <laughs> they dug in the wrong direction? So when they came through, they just greeted by loads of Koreans. Yeah. Right? But I originally, when I wrote that, it was, uh, I, I said Chinese people. Yeah. But just by shortening it to Koreans, and it's got a K, yeah. and K is the supposedly the funniest, funniest letter. letter. And it got a much bigger laugh just by greeting by the Koreans. Yeah. There you go. It's interesting. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Any other things I've got like another that? one that I thought was, I think Twitter, again, like w- when you see the validation you've got online, you're like, well, it must be funny. Mm. But it was about, I still think I'm a genius for it. I will not. <laughs> I will not let this. It was, why do we call the ends of the bread crusts and not bredges? Oh, that's great. And I thought I was. And did that get a good response? Got good on the internet, did it on stage, silence. And I had so much faith in it. I was like, it's just... you know, like bredges, like like the edges of the, like like edges of bread, bread bredges. And I must have said it so many it's times. Just, you know what? 
you you could just what you should do is write all of these little short ones down yeah. and one day just do a set of those and they'll probably go great probably yeah <laughs> but, but that's interesting that, that that is quite you know if you if you yeah. think of a joke in a style that isn't yours I then think it's because i'm such a storyteller yeah that it just doesn't sometimes work i think of observations yeah so I'm, I'm really bad at observations but occasionally i think of things that i think someone who's good at observations could probably make work like um like in in costa why is there only ever one toilet Oh, yeah. Whereas you're in a place where you're manufacturing urine, aren't you? <laughs> and, but there's only one toilet. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. You're always queuing. And you need a cord to get in. That's a, yeah, yeah. They're trying to make it difficult. <laughs> but that's an, ob- that's, a, that's an observation, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I, can't, I can't make that funny. McIntyre, he'd be able to run with it. that. And I think as well, I don't know how to deliver little jokes yeah i know how to sell a story and i know how uh but i think maybe that's why yeah, they don't, yeah if i write write a little bit in on twitter and then try and do it on stage i think it doesn't i always sound like a dad doing stand-up for the okay. first time who's like hey guys i have written a joke for you and, and, and is, <laughs> is that leaving that pause yeah. Yeah, and yeah i think yeah. i just don't know how it. to deliver them and everyone's like what are you you've, you've you know, you you got nominated ju- for an edinburgh award what are you doing <laughs> but you know what you could probably have a section in your show go i'm just gonna break it down i'm just gonna say do some proper jokes yeah and if you tell them that they're gonna you're gonna do them they might get on yeah. board with them i'll do what everybody else does when they get like a little notebook out like bo burnham oh. had that didn't he when he did oh, like yeah. the poetry section so you could have a joke like and a, a stool in a notebook a short joke section and then everyone will buy it a tweet section yeah <laughs> that's a good idea Again, I can't remember specifics, but no, when you've been gigging not long, so you've got your set that works. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah. like, they're a prodigy, <laughs> especially because oh, okay. yeah, I was yeah. like super young. Mm. So I was like 18 when I started gigging. So I had this one like really, or oh, couple of really good sets. I had a five that I turned into a 10. And I'd been quite lucky that I started at the stand. So I'd not really died before mm. because the stand's amazing. Yeah. And then I remember I got booked quite last minute for Red Raw, which is their like, new material night um and i tried to write a new set about um i'm gonna sneeze i think yay no it's gone, pepper spray, it's gone. Pepper spray, pepper spray. <laughs> um it was about oh, was it not not fairy tales nursery rhymes yeah and i was like oh wouldn't it be really clever if i like looked at nursery rhymes and then sort of like deconstructed them and modernized them and like mm. brought them up to modern date and picked faults in them and no, it was not <laughs> funny. And I remember standing on the stage and dying for the first time. And I thought it would be so funny to like look at these nursery rhymes and be like, Jack and Jill went up a hill. Eh? Oh, why didn't they get an escalator? Oh, and just so... <laughs> I honestly thought I was so clever. Did you go through all of them or did you just one? I think one? I picked a couple, yeah. um, two or three, and the first one, nothing. The second one, nothing, but, but I persevered. It. And I was like, maybe by the third one. And I cannot fully remember what I was trying to do with it, but I think I was just trying to... I think it's a funny idea, taking yeah. like an old story and, and modernising it. Sort of modernising it, it and showing how stupid it was. Yeah, and they were just like, what? And I remember it was the first time I'd ever sort of gone out with new, new stuff. Yeah. And just tanked, absolutely died. And I was like, oh God. Can you oh remember any no. more bits from that? I can't remember. Jack and Jill went up the hill. I'm sure one was Jack and Jill. I think I did one with um, Goldilocks and the three bears. Well, how would that work? And I think I'd been like, because um, at the time I didn't like porridge. And I was like, well, why didn't they just have cereal? 
like well who who has porridge yeah like i don't like porridge either nah. I, th- I don't like anything that sort of tastes like it's already been chewed yeah i hate it no horrible texture goldilocks idiot so so goldilocks, <laughs> goldilocks idiot. that's a great quote yeah. <laughs> goldilocks and like, um, oh, I might, one might be in the three little pigs and like, oh, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. I'm like, well, then their house deserves to be blown down if they haven't built it strong enough. Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? And everyone was like, Nothing. what are you on about? And <laughs> oh, no, I think it's because when I was a kid, I was obsessed with like sort of like those kind of fairy tales and nursery mm. rhymes. And I just really thought about like, oh, modernizing it and making it funny. And I felt so clever. And then went to feeling so stupid in about the space of 10 minutes. <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> so brutal. Do people still know those nursery rhymes these days? I think so. Do, yeah. Do yeah. They, kids still do, do those, do they? I guess so. Yeah. Sometimes I, I'll talk about something and then the, the audience is just too young and they just yeah. won't. I've got a joke where I've got a WhatsApp punchline. Uh-huh. And I now know that if it's an older audience, I just don't yep, do it. don't do it. Because it literally is nothing or massive laugh. Yeah. Just, you know, we just did a student gig the other day and the compare made a joke about Mario and they didn't know who Mario was. Really? There was like this oh weird sight. It was just me laughing at the back. And then the compare was like, you know, like Super Mario. And they were all like, oh, ra- yeah. oh, okay. Oh, really? But just the mention of Mario, they were clearly thinking, who's Mario? Yeah. Who is Mario? I have a Jaws joke and... Young crowds don't know, haven't seen Jaws. Yeah. And they don't know the reference. Yeah, I've got a Raoul Mort joke. <laughs> and bro, smashes it in the north. Yeah. And yeah. any kind of older crowd. But that was a long time ago now. Yeah, that was about 10 years, I think. Yeah. And uh, any sort of student gig or London gig where they're quite touristy international mm. crowds, I'm like, don't do it, Lauren. Don't yeah. do it. Mort, that takes a skill Mort, to, hasn't be able to look far. at the crowd and know what you can and can't do. Yeah, that is what I've learned. But that's that's the benefit of having lots of material because when you start, you're committed to your five minutes, no exactly. matter what, because you've got nothing else you can do. You've just so. got to go with it. Yeah. I remember doing a work in progress in Edinburgh, and I think I had I just graduated. No, I was coming to the end of my masters, so I'd been gone from like proper uni for a year. And I was finishing up my master's degree and all my material was about uni and mm. those kind. And I remember by the end of the month, I was like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored because this isn't even relatable to me anymore. Yeah. And I think that's when I leveled up as a comedian because I was like, I don't want to just be talking about nightclubs and shopping and mm. all this kind of thing and oh, drama degrees. And, they, and obviously I've kept bits of that and sort of, adulted it up a little bit but I remember getting to that end of that month and I was like nah nah this is not this was appropriate to me and the uni gigs I was doing a year Mm. ago no way get rid of it start again (laughs) and like if you do uni gigs you know you've got that stuff exactly yeah even though I'm old I feel like I can still smash a uni gig because I'm (laughs) like oh Jesus expensive isn't it guys Lauren Patterson! Hey! That was that was her. Good one. Yeah. Really good so, one. She had so much good stuff. Good stuff. Lots of content. Yeah, really nice. And uh, I, I, I don't know Lauren that well, to be honest, but it, I thought it flowed really nicely. I thought, yeah. you know, that was, yeah, it was lovely. Lovely, isn't she? Yeah. Um, so, what do we want to talk about now? You've got a joke that you've made work. Oh, yeah. So, the, um, the baseball bat under the bed one. Yeah. I've made a very slight variation to it, Joel. What is it now? 
So it was, I know they just heard it, but mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to sort of get it close together. Yeah. Um, my dad told me because of high burglary rate in his area, he now keeps his baseball bat hidden just under his bed, whereas I think he's been more worried about his laptop. That's what it was, mm-hmm. where I say, I think. But now, I respond to him. So I, I make it so he's told me, and I go, but surely, Dad, do you want to be more worried about your laptop? More and it works. That. Yeah, I don't say Dad, actually. I just go... Say Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I do say yes, but I, I, actually, tweet in if you think Joel is uh, a hindrance to this podcast. Too funny, <laughs> or well, or whether at jokes remark. Don't tweet Joel because actually, maybe we could tell him your Twitter. Do you want people to know your Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Joel underscore Grove. So Joel, uh, what have we got next week? Next week it's the noise next door. Noise next door. Yeah. Oh yes, brilliant improv troupe. We haven't had that on the podcast before. We haven't. That'd be interesting. It will. There's four of them. Yes, and. But we... Sp- oh, yeah. That's a little in-joke. So, yeah, there's two of them. Two of them. Um, two of the originals. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, really interesting. So, uh, tune in next week. Uh, please subscribe uh, to our iTunes and wherever you listen to the podcast. You can at me at Jokes with Mark on all my social media. If you've got any feedback about what's happening, anyone you'd like us to get on. Still haven't got Chris Rock. Um, and leave a review if you can. I mean, it really helps the podcast because more people will see it yeah. and, and whatnot. And uh, you're enjoying it. Uh, people seem to be so uh, very, very pleased, Joel. Lovely stuff. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.